Okay, welcome back. So we ended the session last time on Fenrith's turn. Fenrith, you are um, fighting against the water elemental that's blocking this large pipe that's keeping the magma from flowing into there. And uh, you had managed to get your footing against the force of that magma flow, and you, uh, you got your footing enough to be able to bring your weapon to bear. And uh, so that's what, where we'll start on your turn. Go ahead. What do you do? Can you uh, share that uh, just general map that we had? Um, yeah. I mean, you're not anywhere on that anymore, but... Oh. I mean, that's not so, the area you're in anymore, so... Because I was going to mainly use it for distance. How far away am I from that thing? You're standing on top of it, remember? Oh, perfect. So I will double attack it, otherwise known as full attack mode. So you got too many targets. Hmm? You want to remove uh, the... Yeah, there you go. I'm next to the large one or the small one? Uh, well, this one's... Uh, hang on, let me get the one you were... The large. Okay. So you've got two hits there. All right. So yeah, you've uh, braced your feet and you're stabbing your sword down into this water elemental that's just taken the shape of the like a lid basically across this pipe. And uh, your sword's stabbing into it now and it's sort of given the appearance of a bubble. Yeah. Um, as your sword, spear, uh, your sword pierces it, so... You can even see some of the magma or the lava leak through the holes you make, but it still retains its uh, shape across there and is blocking the path. And you're still holding your breath because uh, you can't breathe. Uh, but you did do a good amount of damage to it. All right. And that should be my turn there. Okay. So um, that'll bring us to Graham. So if you remember, you had stepped through the portal offered by the old man with the the lantern slash birdcage and then realized you're falling and stretched out beneath you way down there is the barren uh rocky landscape of this area you guys came to the surface of the area you come to right and uh you had had a f vision as well a flash of as though you were in a different body or seeing through someone else's eyes. Um, so here you are now, falling down towards the ground, which is kind of an odd feeling. Um, you can basically, the only feeling you have here is the wind rushing past you. And so that's the position you find yourself in. What would you like to do? Well, falling worked out last time that I just fell into something that would break my fall. Otherwise, I don't have really any ability to to do anything from a height like this okay so i suppose like the last time where i clutched my lock picks for support i'll clutch whatever i had in my hand last which is probably blood tooth mm -hmm. and uh i mean i'll look around and see if there's any way out of imminent death mm -hmm. okay go ahead and do a spot Okay, so you're looking around, and uh, there's not much to see at first, just, you know, the rocks, the 
buttes and bluffs and boulders, canyons. But then you do spot something off to the west. Um, and by west, I mean would be west of your village. Oh, I right? do have a last-ditch idea, actually. But anyway, carry on. So off in that direction, towards the end of the... Uh, of as, as far as you can see is that massive you know, stone mesa that rises out of the ground. Um, but in that direction, you do see uh, an explosion uh, on the ground from, from somewhere on the ground. You don't hear anything because it's that far away, but you do see a giant jet of, of uh, lava burst out of the ground somewhere and stream up into the sky really high. Hundreds of feet up into the air. Um, so you see that. And then as your turn ends, right, after a few seconds after you see that, you hear the the sound of it. Yeah, I was. I just thought about a rock whistle to start blowing that. <laughs> like yeah, make right. Make a futile gesture. You, you can, <laughs> you have it, right? Yeah. Yeah, you can blow into it. That'd be a free action. I'm assuming you've got it, like it's probably in my a necklace pouch. around your yeah yeah somewhere. Yeah, so probably in my pouch actually. That's where I keep my small important thing. All right, but I'll start working towards that. Okay, did you put yourself it's in a bag really of holding? Really just tangled up in his hair <laughs> before impact. I don't have any the bag of holding, but um, is it one of those whistles like a dog whistle where you don't <laughs> like we don't hear it? Because oh, no. it's kind of hilarious to think of a guy falling and just furiously <laughs> blowing into a whistle that doesn't make human audible sound. No, it, you can hear it. Oh, okay. Yeah, you can hear it. It's pretty loud. It's it's much louder than it ought to be for as small as it is. Yeah, but that's what I'll focus my energies on for now. Unless you're hinting that it would be better to die yep. by lava <laughs> and I should angle towards that than well, ground impact. I mean, just based on the math of like where you are and how far the ground is below you and how far that is away, there's it's not you can't angle that way. Okay, you know? you'd have to flap your arms really hard, <laughs> and uh, you're wounded, so you don't think you have the strength. Your arms are tired. <laughs> uh, Rohan, yes, you're falling. Your ring isn't working, and. Um, that's the situation you find yourself in. Now, as far as you go, you're actually falling pretty close to the massive wall that um, separates this land from your land. You remember the what yeah. you grew up thinking of as the rock cliffs? Mm -hmm. Well, on this side of them, they're pretty much a solid wall that stretches way up into the sky. You're falling about, you think, half a mile west of that wall. That's where you are in probably the central, um, whatever the word is, like between north and south, you're probably right in the middle and you're falling. So that's okay. the situation you find yourself in. You're uh, supposed to be able to fly, but it's not working. And your ring should, or I mean, not your ring, but you, you should also like at least do feather falling, but that's yeah. not working either. Should have prepared it for my book. Yeah. Well, if my magic items aren't working, I don't know if my magic would really help me out much. Um, yeah, I guess I don't... If I'm a half a mile away from the cliffs, I don't really see a whole lot of places to try and go to. Um, uh, do a spot. Spot, spot, spot. Spot. There we go. 
All right. So as you're falling, there's nothing to do but look around. You um, you see another uh, dot in the gray sky off to the west and a little south of you. I mean, it's pretty far away. Okay. So you can't make out details except for you can tell that it's a another person falling. That's as much as you can tell there. Also, um, when you look in that direction and you spot that, then your eyes are automatically drawn to a giant jet of, uh, or not giant, but a tall jet of lava shooting into the sky, just about the, uh, dis- the just about the limits of your vision. Okay. And then you see, um, in that same direction, two more. It's like a the best way to describe it is like a puff of dust, and then a second later, two more jets of lava shoot into the sky and then you know about five seconds after that you you hear a faint boom okay i think with my current situation i'll be doing whatever processes we've done before to like remove our armor put our armor back on you know try and disconnect myself from the magic items and then reconnect myself to try and get them to turn back on okay well that didn't involve removing it um, it was purely a mental. Yeah. So, so yeah, that, that, those are the exercises I'm going to be trying to go through to, okay. To get them working again. <laughs> All right. Okay. So down you fall now. Um, Casimir. All right. Um, I forget. I believe I might've got the last small air elemental on my last turn. Yeah, you did. Um, they're all, uh, gone now. Okay. And you saw that little, uh, um, almost imperceptible movement from all the golems, but they're still not moving. Okay. And uh, the uh, huge elemental now, based on the sounds that you've heard, it seems to be in a panic. Okay. So, um, yeah, I'll uh, ready my wand and fire a fire uh, fireball at it. Oh, okay. So it... Uh, Okay. All right. Yeah. So you pull out your wand and shoot a fireball at this swirling mass of air and lightning, and it um, makes impact and explodes. And it's um, it it's a pretty cool effect because you've seen fireballs before, but in this case, um, the fire explodes, but is quickly engulfed by the air. But you can tell you did some damage okay. to this thing. Yeah, and uh, I guess I'll yell at it to. Uh to flee or I will, uh, I'll kill you. <laughs> okay. And that'll be my turn. All right. So yeah, it gets, um, struck by this fireball and it gives a shriek and, uh, rather than come towards you it instead, um, darts over above this junction here. So now that you're standing where you are, um, this junction where all these pipes, like this area where all the pipes come from, uh, now you can see that there is an opening up on the top, and that's about 30 feet high. Okay. But you can just see enough of a lip to realize that there's an opening up there, and that's where it disappears. It um, flies down into that uh, opening. Um, and then Fenrith. All right. So I will uh, – am I still able to uh, to cast down here as far as like hand movements? You would have to do a pretty high concentration check to manage it. 
in the tower, please. Okay, so what are you trying to cast? Um, inflict serious wounds as a uh, silent spell so that I can cast wall under here. All right, let's see here. All right, so you'll be, what level is that spell? It's a level three, so it would use up one of my fourth level. Okay. So that's the actual slot that it would use. Mm-hmm. And All right. Yeah, go ahead and roll damage. I got to do the touch attack. Okay. Yeah, now roll damage. Okay, so yeah, you uh, put your hand down there, and it's um, stopped by this, you know, sh- shimmering water, and you release that spell, and you can see it burst out through um, that section that you're standing on. And then just like that, like a bubble popping, that water disappears and the, uh, mag, the lava, um, pushes you into that pipe and carries you along with it. So that'd be your turn. Yep. All right. So, um, now Casimir before the, um, end of your turn, um, when that, uh, Huge elemental had disappeared into that pipe up there. Caleb had popped his face up next to you, right? And he still looks panicked, and he's like, you have to destroy that. But that's what I meant to tell you before you went. Okay. But anyway, now, Graham. Right. So you continue to fall, and you see the... Now you've seen two more jets of lava shoot up into the sky as well. And uh, you are going to grab your... Whistle and blow it. Do I grab my sham instead in the panic? No, you can manage to grab your whistle. <laughs> Only Graham could confuse a woodwind instrument with, well, the, was the whistle the same technically? I It depends on how they're made. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so I'll just start blowing it for my life. Okay. Mm. Blowing the whistle for my life. All right. And, uh, yeah. Okay, so you see another jet of lava in that same general area shoot into the sky. And uh, you're blowing on your whistle. And that's what's going on for you. Rohan. Yeah. So you wanted to do the will power thing? Yeah, so I was trying to do that. Um, do you want me to do a will save? Yeah, or? put a will save in the tower. Okay. All right, so yeah, you... uh you go through those mental exercises that had worked in the past and, you know, trying to um, put the, you know, have, have your, your armor, your, your items draw their power from you, but, um, it doesn't work. I mean, it's not working. Okay. It's like to you, it seems like either you're doing it right and it's not working, but also it's possible that, you know, the wind's blowing you around and it's really loud and, now you've got lava shooting in the sky, so you can't be sure that it's your fault, but for whatever reason, it's not working. Okay. Uh, does that take my full term, or do I have like a an action left? Um, Yeah, that would be your full turn. Okay. On to Golem. Casimir. Is there any way up onto this uh, stack? Yeah. I mean, if you look around the area, you can see that the dwarves spared no expense and no time in creating this whole forge and everything's beautiful and well-made and artistic and all that. 
except for this ugly mass of pipes sticking up out of the floor. And so you can definitely climb up there okay. from pipe to pipe. All right. So yeah, let's uh let's start getting that done then. I'll uh give chase after this elemental. So what do you want? Uh just a climb check. Okay. Oh you. <laughs> Is right. it looking like I need to hear a point or what did you get here? No, no. So um that's that's good. Okay. And so that's moving at a quarter your normal speed. Oh what would that be? It'd be ten? Yeah. And uh, I guess I can only do one move action of that for this point. Uh, I'll have to put away the wand with the other. Okay. Um, all right. Yeah. So you go over there and you start climbing up these pipes. Then um, put your wand away and up you go. <laughs> put it between my teeth like a dagger. Mm. Or, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be needing it soon. Yeah. And that's my turn. Okay. All right. So Fenrith, um, you're being swept along uh, this pipe by this um magma or this lava sorry and uh there's not actually it doesn't there's no curves just quite suddenly you're deposited out on dry stone ground and uh you're in a circular chamber and there are other pipes along the walls in this chamber and uh you look back and see where you came from and the lava has been stopped and it makes a solid wall uh, where that pipe empties into this room and something's stopping it from coming in. But this time it's not a water elemental. There's just like nothing that you can see. But for some reason, the lava is stopped. Now, in the center of this room, there is a pedestal. And on that pedestal is a wheel it looks a lot like a um like the the wheel for a boat like uh okay so there is there a way that i can get up there yeah it's flat ground it's right in this room is um, you know uh, yeah i'll go up there and i'll uh start inspecting it and uh try and turn it right so hang on so you you see this pedestal and there's this wheel on it and there's also a, um, as, as you look up from, you know, the center of this room, you can see a, um, a pipe going straight up and, uh, up there where that pipe uh, would, would begin in the ceiling of this room, which is 20 feet. You can see a massive swirling air elemental. And this one's really big and it's got, you know, lightning flashing through it and uh it's spinning around sort of like a tornado but that's what you see okay all right um i'll use my I believe it's the rings uh flame strike or hold on let me check and see how many uses i get of that okay so i've only used it once okay so i'll use it again and that'll be my two uses for this week. All right. What is that? What does that mean? It's its save, most likely. Yeah, that's its save. So go ahead and roll oh, damage. Okay. All right. So yeah, you uh, using the power of the in this ring uh, pillar of flame shoots down from uh, from that pipe really and slams into this thing, and you can see the fire arcing through it, and then you hear it. 
loud scream come from it as it as it deals damage to it. But um, and, and so that would be about it for your turn, right? Yeah, that should be it. Okay. Uh, so Graham, you're falling and whistling, and you're blowing this whistle. But uh, so far, you haven't seen any rock coming to save you. Um, hmm. You Maybe do another I'm spot. Starting to think about timing the ring of ram just right <laughs> where I hit the ground. Okay, so um, you're looking around, blowing this whistle, and you can see more jets of lava um, shooting up into the sky now. You also see, looking towards the south, um, what looks to be, to you, like a city, way, way on the coast, on the southern coast. And it's sort of nestled in between some massive stone formations. And so you just catch a glimpse of it, but that's what it looked like. That's kind of an interesting question because we were pretty sheltered. Uh, would a community that size strike me like that? You know, like are the structures? Yeah. 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 It's like, it's hard for you to tell because it's it seems to you to be built into stone, but there are some freestanding houses that you can okay. build houses and um and it seems like quite a few. It seems like a big, big town. Like it would certainly have more people than your your village. And sorry, was was these eruptions all localized? You said somewhere south of me? No, to the west. To the west. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's just with that spot check you happen to see that city. Also, um with that spot check to the west, but nowhere near as far away as those lava. Um, there is one particular column of stone that that um, that stands very high, and it's on the edge of uh, a, a really deep canyon off in that direction. But um, this column is pockmarked with openings, and from your distance, you, you can't say because size is weird from this far away. So some of them. Could be small, some could be large, but you do spot something coming out of one of those headed towards you. And so that one particular, you know, must be quite large because you clearly see a massive blue dragon coming straight towards you from out of that. (laughs) I thought you were going to say it was wild rocks and I've just signaled a pack of wild rocks to come and eat me out of the air. That'd be awesome. So a massive blue dragon. Yeah. yeah not much better. It's not a mass of rocks. It's, yeah, it's just a giant blue dragon coming to eat you out of the sky. <laughs> Might as well get my sham out at this point or get a little reading in that, yeah. that wisdom book before the end. You might not need to actually blow into your sham if you're falling. Just, <laughs> just turn it upside it down. <laughs> yeah, well, I can't think of a particular action from this point, except to get into a defensive ball. <laughs> Hopefully avoid the teeth. A bite-sized ball. That way, I, you know, maybe I have a fighting chance in the digestive system of this, <laughs> this dragon. There was a story I heard about a actual diver that got swallowed by a whale. Yeah. It's apparently not fun, even if oh. it's just a clean... Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't expect so. He got spat back out, but he got beat up inside the mouth. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I wonder you mean if... Pinocchio lied to us? Yes. Oh, my world's shattered. You think... Uh... Except about the smoking and drinking turn you into an ass. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I don't know. When I 
started smoking and drinking, I did kind of become an ass. That's what I said, except for that. They didn't lie on that. <laughs> yeah. What if dragons eat like grit for their digestion? Oh, like aren't they bird cat-like in I, D&D? I don't know. I think that's what I heard is that they're mm-hmm. closer to cats. So it's probably going to toy with you. Right. <laughs> probably a super strong like tile melting bile then. Mm. <laughs> Would their element be their bile? Yeah, probably. You probably just go in there and like, you get, get frozen <laughs> if it's or blue dragon. Yeah, yeah. Let's get my favorite of the dragons. Uh, and then it's like black after that, then red. Yeah. Let's see the first image of a D and D blue dragon. I kind of like white dragons too, just because they're so stupid. The dumb ones. Yeah. That's that old classic one. That's the one from the book, right? Uh huh. That one. Yeah. Yeah, they are pretty cool. It's a mean looking horn. Plus, I like uh, any attack that's just a bolt. Oh, it's, uh, I like lasers that are beams and stuff. <coughs> yeah, their line attack goes for quite a while, doesn't it? Mm, dude, 80 feet? Yeah. That's a young one? Basically, it's Pikachu. Mm-hmm. So if you capture one when it's young. <laughs> oh, no, that's black. Black has 80 feet. I choose you. So it's super evolved Pikachu, but it keeps the same Pikachu vo- voice. Mm. So... <laughs> If if it ever lands and starts talking, then it dispels all the fear effect and what. Would uh, are are there some dragons that have mimicry? Because that would be yeah. Uh, I think a lot of them do, right? Yeah, so <laughs> it's kind of imitating something <laughs> that uh, it believes to be cute. I like old. Uh, I think my favorite like actual named dragon though is uh is Bahamut. I believe got that dis- beam of, or disintegration breath. <laughs> you can't. That's freaking awesome. Um, yeah, so that's what you see. And then Rohan, your turn. Okay. So that's kind of a last desperate action. I'm going to pull the scroll of summon nature's ally four out of my pack and try and cast it. Okay. To summon an air elemental below me to, to have it try and help slow my descent. Yeah. It's pretty smart. That, uh, proc my anti-air elemental so you're gonna see yeah. fireball come <laughs> well, it's well gonna hopefully it just teleports just, you right next to me <laughs> it's gonna just immediately dart off in our direction oh yeah get summoned to the pipe <laughs> yep where do these elementals keep coming from rohan it just keeps pulling out scrolls yeah it yeah. uh it says the master's name next to its own so we'll know obscuring mist next Can time we be- see this guy yeah, it doesn't have the the strength required to actually carry me and fly with me, but um, yeah, my hope is that it'll be able to slow me down enough so I'm not at terminal velocity when I impact. Pick you up in a tornado, kind of. Yeah, although the size that I can summon can only do it for like two rounds, mm. and so it should be able to hold me in in its whirlwind, Dang it. but only for a very short amount of time. This is why. You need a, like a scroll of planar ally. Just get something with yeah. wings, like a celestial or a demon. Well, yeah, I could also summon like a, a juvenile arrowhawk, but too small. Yeah, it's it's like barely within minimum or medium size category. So it would have been like trying to fly on the back of a peregrine falcon or something like that. What you need is you need uh, nature's yes, ally that can cast like something like a levitate or a. Uh, yeah, I looked at that, um, and the unicorn that I can summon has greater teleport, but only within like the forest that 
it came from. So you need to teleport the forest with it. Yeah. <laughs> Summon the forest with it. Yeah. So it can just zip around its forest? Is that the idea? It can only do it once a day, but it can, yeah, it can do greater teleport anywhere within its its realm once a day. What you need is you need a, uh, some hot chick to come up and want to pet it and then unleash a demon lord. Yeah, I don't want to do that either. Why not? That demon lord would immediately turn on me and I've only got like 12 hit points left before I'm unconscious. Uh, such a good movie. How much do I have? I've got... I'm damaged 92 out of 124. I guess I've got over 30. I'm just going to have to cast Obscuring Mist at the ground right before I hit it. And then you have a mischance chance of hitting the ground. <laughs> <laughs> right. Is that like a no clip? <laughs> All right. So um, do you, what is it for you to use a scroll, Rohan? Um, it's in my spell list as a ranger. So. Okay. So then put me a concentration check in the tower. Okay. I'm glad I put a lot of ranks to this last last level. Which yet? It's only a plus nine, but still, it's a lot better than it was. All right, so... Yeah, I think I had split my skill points between that and uh, Knowledge Arcana. Yeah. Um, what was the one I had to... I think it was spellcraft that I had to take the take up as well, uh, especially since I'm I'm still you know preparing my spells out of your spell book. It's like trying to read someone else's character sheet. Yeah. What is that? Is that G? Okay. No, that's a four. All right. So, Rohan, <laughs> you pull out this scroll and you're trying to cast to summon an elemental, and you are not able to concentrate well enough. To do this properly and make a reflex save. Your vellum sheets are torn out of your hand by wind shear. I don't know. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, the wind, you know, you almost, it feels like it's going to blow away, but you get a hold of it, no problem. So, okay. But so you're not able to cast it, but you don't lose it. Um, Yeah, that'll be my turn. Okay. Um, do a spot. Mm. Uh, Rohan. Okay. Spot in the tower. Mm-hmm. All right. You, um, okay. Yeah. So you don't, that's it. Okay. I mean, you do see that, uh, more jets of lava are shooting into the sky, but that's all you see. Okay. Casimir, your turn. So you're climbing up this pipe. Yeah. Let's see if I can get there just in time for whatever John's doing to cause the lava to come through and like spig it up into my face. <laughs> That's how super villains are made, you know? All right. So, um, probably going to double move. So two climb checks. Ouch. And ouch. Mm. Any of those going to have to get hero pointed? No, those do it. <clears throat> All right. So 20 feet. 15 is what you need. That should put me on the lip, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah. You can reach that lip. And so you look down into a room and I'll share this map with you guys now. So Fenrith, and Casimir, this is what the room looks like there. But you're looking down into it, <clears throat> Casimir. All right. Um, and that's my turn. See if John can keel still. Keel. All right. So, Fenrit, this um, elemental um, is swirling around madly, and you keep hearing these shrieks come from it, but it uh, is going to attack you. But uh, it's not able to <clears throat> do any 
damage past your armor, and then it's your turn. All right. Is it at ground level right now? No, it's 10 feet above you. It's just got a longer reach than you. Okay. I will uh, I will cast Searing Light at it. Okay. Good thing it didn't confirm that. Why? You can crit spells. Oh, can you? Yeah. Yeah, touch attacks. Uh, I didn't think you could. Yeah, they... Anything that has an attack roll. Yeah. <laughs> okay, go ahead and roll damage. Okay. Yeah, so this uh, beam of light shoots out and hits this uh, elemental, and you can see that um, it definitely did some damage. And that'll be it. Okay, Graham, the, uh, that dragon continues to head toward you. You think it'll reach you in, well, very, very soon. And the ground is getting closer now as well. You think you'll reach it very, very soon. <laughs> <laughs> did, did any of them have to contend with frostbite or did they, were they not dropped from that high? No, they're heroes. Okay. <laughs> heroes don't get frostbite. <laughs> this is truly the difficult choice the old man was actually speaking about. Mm-hmm. Angling for the mouth or angling <laughs> right. for the ground. Um, well, I'll keep blowing that whistle. <laughs> <laughs> More feverently. <laughs> Probably weeping a little bit at this stage. <laughs> Tears turn to ice on your cheeks. Okay. I guess if hero crafts a, a representation of my specific hero's skills, then I would roll that. No, weeping and oh, I see, <laughs> brushing your teeth <laughs> and murder. Yeah, I can't, I can't think of anything specifically. I mean, I'm still casting about for you know some lifeline. Maybe the dragon can be my lifeline. I'll ready an attack to grapple the dragon. Mm. Okay. The way I draw you, you got those parachute pants. <laughs> <laughs> Take those up. Okay, roll on. So I'll tighten my grip on the scroll to try and make sure I don't lose it and try one more time. Only this time I'm going to try summoning a hippogriff instead of an air elemental. Okay. So concentration check. Um, okay, so let me make sure something. And I'm not going to expect to be able to ride it like a, a trained one, but it should have enough strength to hold me up as it flies. Yeah. Well, kind of giving it a command, like you're you're its master for the duration. I don't really think it has too much of a... Well, how does Nature Ally work? Is it like that still? Is it just like a summon <clears throat> monster? All yeah. right. So not yeah. um, not only were you not able to ca- uh, cast, but it wastes that scroll. So it's like you fumbled at the last few words and it just poofs okay. and is wasted. Now, do a spot. Thinking that that was my last hope of survival. I'm pretty... Convert to uh, Lorian. Well, I'll just kind of open up my arms and oh. wait to hit the ground. Yep. Just start telling, mentally going through the naturalist way of accepting death that um, your body will feed other creatures and so on and yeah. so forth. So you, uh, you're trying to cast that, and it doesn't work, and it's wasted, but you're casting around, and you see um, that there's a blue dragon headed directly towards you from the north. And um, you think, actually, it's difficult to say who if you'll hit the ground first or if the dragon will get to you first. Either way, I figure I'm dead. Um, okay, Casimir. So you're looking down, you can see this swirling er- elemental and, um, you can't see 
Fenrith because the room widens out down there, but, but you can see the elemental. So let me just put you on here just so you can get an idea. Okay. I mean, that's not really where you are, but that's so you can see the room. <clears throat> All right. So I can't see Fenrith? No. Okay. So I'll just attempt to launch this fireball uh, at the wall near the air elemental because I'm figuring I might not be able to like target it as well. Mm -hmm. Like it's a solid mouse master type of thing. Okay. So I'll slam the fireball into the wall next to it. Okay. Uh, keeps evading my skill or my uh, reflexes. All right. Yeah. I'll take a 12. Yeah. So that's my turn. Um, yeah. So that, um, that actually does it. Okay. Um, so you cast this fireball and it basically straight down and it, slams into the and ends up being the floor and uh um, washes over this air elemental and then basically all that's left once the flames uh, dissipate is just some mist okay and that leaves you looking at a um a, there's like a pedestal on the ground in the center and on top of that is like a a, a wheel like a um like a till tiller for a boat, so, okay. sort of is what it looks like. Um, I guess I got a move action. I'll uh, thirty feet down. Yeah, from where you are, I'll jump down. So it'll be one d six subdual and two d six physical. Okay. Um, Let me. Uh, I don't think I actually need to roll it, but uh, just in case, because I think it's a DC ten to jump down. No, there's two roll. Oh well, uh, which one was first? Doesn't matter. I got it on both. So, um, what do you, okay. So what does that re reduce it by? It's like a tumble. So one D six would go to subdual and then two D six would be physical. Okay. If it's 30 feet. Yeah. Okay. All right. So one D six subdual. Mm -hmm. So two points subdual. All right. And then the, uh, stone skin will factor in here. Okay. So yeah, it'd be five physical. Okay. So a minus five from the stone skin. Right? It was yeah. five total? Okay. Mm -hmm. Five total, yeah. And uh, that's the turn. Okay, so um, Fenrith, you see a fireball wipe out this er elemental, and then Casimir lands on the ground right in front of that uh, pedestal there. Oh, Casimir, glad to see you. And so you can also see that where you came out, which you're standing next to, where the lava is blocked... It's just not coming in for whatever reason. And now you've got these other pipes around the edge of this room, and lava has made its way to those as well. And it's also stopped. Something's keeping it from flowing in here. <clears throat> and to make, and on top of that, um, the ground is starting to shake really violently. But it's your turn. <clears throat> okay. So I'll move over to here. And I'll say that uh, I think that when we turn this, this room is going to fill with lava. So All right. it's about to get hot in here. So now that you're standing there, you can see that um, it's this wheel and there is an arrow and this pedestal is cut into pie shaped sections that this um, arrow will point to. And they have different, each each section has a different dwarven rune on it. And there's some other carvings and, and um, script on it as well. Okay. 
Uh, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna cast resist energy mass, which will affect me and Casimir. I might uh, already have a resist energy on me. Is it strong enough to overlap? Um, it will be a lot stronger than yours. Okay. Well, I don't remember who cast it on me. It might have been Justin. Yeah, you've got resist fire ten on you. Yeah. Yeah. This will give you thirty. Okay. And how long does it last? It's uh, ten minutes a level. Or what, 13, so 130 minutes. Okay. So for all intents and purposes during combat, it's forever. forever. Yeah. And uh, we'll give both doing those of us uh, resist fire 30. All right. I wonder if there's any combats that last long enough where you just also found a village during that time. Like then uh, build one. <laughs> I'll tell uh, Casimir to, to turn, turn this uh, wheel or pedestal. Okay. <laughs> All right, so yeah, we'll um, leave Graham and Rohan at, out for now and just do go to you, Casimir. Okay, yeah, I'll, uh, I guess that would be the other side if I'm turning with Fenrith. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'll get over there and uh, uh, put my back into it. Uh, who do you want to make the strength check and uh, aid? Is that how we're going to do it? Yeah. Was, uh, are you stronger than I am? I think I got you plus are. six right now yeah so i'll aid you okay or at least i'll try i i failed okay so here's my strength okay he didn't need help um actually do do your um decipher script oh casimir okay do you want it in the tower yeah so fenrith were you pushing the wrong way (laughs) oh dang it that was the wrong one it looked like it was grabbing the right one come on there we go Right, so you go grab this wheel and you nod to Fenrith so you, he can help you. And then uh, before you start turning it, you glance at it again and you can recognize some of these runes, some of the script on it um, that you hadn't paid attention to before. But um, that alerts you to the fact that it's like um, a combination. Mm. Like there's a specific way uh, to turn this. X to the left. This way, that, right. yeah. Okay. Um, but that, that's what you realize as you're starting to push and, uh, um, you realize just by putting your hand on it, that it, it spins very easily. Mm. There's no, not much resistance at all, probably because it has a, um, uh, finely made mithril ball bearing in it that, um, that keeps it working smoothly. Thanks to dwarven craftsmanship. Yeah. A permanent, uh, grease spell. Yeah. Keeping it lubed too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, break it up and loot the mall bearing. So, um, so much money right there. Yeah. Even just the tiny bit that you moved it when you put your hand on it, you see, um, on in one of these pipes, the one to the south, that, um, some shimmering force moves ever so slightly Mm. away from it. But the lava that's being held back by that force does not flow in okay so so um, i'll I'll warn finrith that there's a finrith there's a combination to this or a correct pattern um but i can't quite make out the the combination yeah like from what you saw with your decipher script um like you could determine that you know it says something along those lines like spin the wheel like a direction in the prop right yeah but not enough. It's basically like directions that say 
do what you're supposed to rather than tell you what that mm-hmm. is. Right? Yeah. If you want three pipes worth of lava. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> unfortunately I have no spells prepared to decipher this writing. Fenrith. Yeah. Um, so Fenrith, what me, do you do? Give me just a second here. As uh, I'll dig around in my bag. Is it just that you can't read it? Yeah. Okay. So I'll, hold on. Let me see if this I actually might works. have a... Well, you, you you rolled pretty darn high on your decipher script, so it's not that you can't read it. Like you can read all the most of the the writing. It's it, the bigger problem is um, understanding context. Yeah, and there are some runes that you don't know the meaning of. Yeah, I just checked my bag. All my scrolls of uh, what was it? Understand language to say, yeah, whatever yeah, it's I've, called. I've got uh, comprehend languages there we go. prepared. Is I'll, I'll try and, and cast that on you. All right. Actually, here, let me do a better job of explaining this. Um, Are you... The, like, you read it. He just doesn't understand the directions. And it's, you get the sense that if you knew more of something else, then you would understand what it's trying to say. It's like if. If you're an expert on an engine and someone says, do this, that mm. makes sense to you. But if they tell that to me, I'm mm. like, well, what, what's an engine and what's a car? So, right. so it's not a matter of the understanding the words. It's, I'm unable to comprehend. Yeah, it's understanding the, um, the process we, you're supposed to go through here. So you would... Um, are you looking for like intelligence checks? or Should we yeah. hit it with something? That usually works. No. Uh, intelligence check is, let's see, let me look at your... Hey, it worked for me when the beholder thing was going critical. Yeah. And that's true. Is it, obviously, if we hit it enough, it will work. The files are inside the computer? <laughs> <laughs> Diabolical. Alright, so um, Fenrith do a knowledge religion and um, or, sorry, Knowledge the planes, because there's something about some of these uh, runes that makes you think of planes. And then in the top, yeah, in the tower. And then uh, Casimir, you do a knowledge arcana. Dang. Um. Okay. So you know, based on the runes and the magical nature of the force field, and that. Like give you at least somewhere to start from that something's holding back the lava. It's obviously magical in nature, and that gives you a starting point to start imagining what you know this is about. And same for you, Fenrith. Um, some of these runes and some of the writing makes you think of or calls to like the elemental plane of fire for one thing, but not just fire. You see other elemental planes in there, and um, that gives you a starting point and. So you you come to a conclusion of the proper combination to spin this. But what I need from both of you in the tower, then, is a hero craft. The one I haven't leveled. Tell me if I need to hero point that. I will not. Uh All right. So um, you get the sense, then, that you've deduced the proper way to go about this. Who wants to do the spinning of the wheel? Uh, can I heal Casimir and I'll let him spin the wheel? Yeah, make a concentration check now because the ground is shaking so violently that it's hard to even cast a spell. 
Wow. Do you want to see what you got? Yeah, probably a one. Yep. Ouch. But that's good enough. So go ahead and cast the... Yeah, go ahead and um, heal him. All right. I'll be uh, giving up one of my fourth level to convert to uh, heal critical wounds. All right. Thank you, Fenrith. Yeah. Are you ready? Yep. All right. I'll uh, start to turn the wheel in the combination that we've kind of agreed upon. Okay, Casimir's going to turn it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's worked out pretty well for you then. <laughs> um. So, yeah, Casimir, you've uh, got this combination and you start spinning it. And uh, let me do a roll for you real quick. Here. It worked out good for the story, not good for you guys, though. So, lava. Yeah. Acid lava. Mm-hmm. Because this is Metroid. <laughs> Why can't Metroid crawl, Travis? Uh, Metroid or Samus? Samus. <laughs> Especially now that she can slide. Why can you slide but not crawl? She can crawl when she's out of her suit. Well, I think to answer that question, you have to answer the question right. why. Oh. So you start spinning, you know, turning this wheel, and it's actually, it turns so well that um, there's a, a moment where you almost lose it. You don't know what the consequences would be, but because it spins so easily, but you, you get it righted. And so what you're seeing as you spin this is that shimmering force um, moving away from the openings on these pipes while closing on some others. And this happens for a while. This takes you, you're going to have to do this for um, five rounds. Mm. You're spinning this thing and you can see these shimmering fields go back and forth at on in different combinations but still the lava even when it's open doesn't come through and then you finally um you hear an audible click even above the shaking of the earth and this is like the whole time you're spinning this there was no point at which all of them were open but now finally it is yeah right and the lava starts pouring into the room and uh it's not moving at the force that it was pushing you along fenrith you know now it, it's sort of like syrup coming out of a bottle it's just slowly um moving into the room but that's when you realize that up above which you hadn't you hadn't seen a field up there because you hadn't thought to look but now you you do and you see that there is that shimmering field blocking the pipe straight above you. Hmm. Well, that's good knowing you, Fenrith. Did we, we can... <laughs> do something wrong? <laughs> can I uh, speculate on that? <clears throat> yeah, uh, you're a hundred. You're a hundred percent sure you did it exactly the way you were supposed to. No, I'm pretty sure I did it correctly, Fenrith. The hmm. maybe it? this it's... is just a holding chamber, and there's probably yeah. a release up top. Well. Or, or perhaps it's a crucible of some sort, too. Yeah. You ask that, right? And Casimir answers. And then at this point, Casimir, you realize that the uh, the pie-shaped wedges on the pedestal that, that solidified into a single piece now. Mm. Like, you can't even see where the lines were. But it has definitely changed drastically the composition of the runes and the script. And so now... It, says something entirely different okay um but you know with your your ability to decipher that there's some words that you don't know the meaning of or understand but 
basically it it talks about the thankfulness of Mor- Moradin for those willing to sacrifice their lives for the uh, the good of the mm. dwarven people. That's mm. the sense you're getting from that. No, Fenrith, uh, this is exactly how it's supposed to work. The people that turned this on were sacrifices to the to the forge. Mm. Okay. Well, um, yeah. You want so want me to make it quick for us then? I mean to try to escape from from this in some fashion. <laughs> well, I can try and dispel that uh, force field up top, but I don't know that I'm strong enough. I also don't know the consequences of that. <laughs> That's true, too. I can uh, throw a silence bubble around you so I don't have to hear you scream. That would probably be for the best. <laughs> yeah, so Fenrith, we'll just go in turns. So it's your turn. Is there anything you want to do? Um, no, it was, uh, this is the way it was supposed to work. That's what, uh, spells, spells left available to you. Um, I have quite a few as, uh, I don't know that any of them would necessarily help. Okay. What level of cleric spells do you cast up to? Seven, but I only have up to level four available to me right now. All right. Casimir, are you, have anything you want to try? Uh, I don't really have anything. Um, okay. There, uh, might be, uh, we might be able to, I don't know, maybe find one of the pipes that isn't getting flooded with lava or we might be able to find some other, uh, way. Uh, I don't know if this is stone. I'm thinking I might be able to meld and hopefully not get, uh, the stone destroyed, which kind of makes sense because this thing is able to hold it. Um, let me check on something real quick because if I can get, uh, a good eight hours. <laughs> I can prepare teleport, so John would need to survive that long, <laughs> and then I would need to find some place to be able to prepare, which would be the problem inside a giant. Uh... Uh, do you have that little escape hatch still? Rope trick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, the gates open. Work? It would depend on how high up the lava goes. Hmm. Right, because it would flood eventually into the portal, probably. <laughs> But uh, that's right a good idea. A while. No, if we can get up towards the top uh, of this shaft and cast it, or actually we could probably cast it down from here because I think I have 30 feet of rope for it. The rope would start to burn up. We can pull that up. Yeah, that's a good idea. I think that's uh, what I'd go with. Okay. And then uh, we can prepare teleport from there, hopefully not cook to death, and then teleport out of the pocket. Yeah. Was, uh, I mean, if need, was, uh I can then prepare some some stuff that might actually help us as well. Planar shift and whatnot. Uh, so what yeah. spell is this? Um... Rope trick. Okay. So I got 30 feet of rope from the first time I cast it back uh, when we were in those caves fighting the demons mm-hmm. or the devils. And so it would stop when it hits the force field up there. We'd pull the rope up into the portal, but the portal itself wouldn't close. So we'd have to worry about any lava that rose to that height. And then oh, it, right, I see. Then it would last, what level wizard am I, ninth? It would last nine hours. Okay. As if we could uh, see throughout. I know it wouldn't uh, wouldn't stop right. it, but I so you guys are a bunch um, of water too. You guys are talking over this plan that you have, or trying to work out what you're going to do as the lava continuously flows ever so slowly towards you, uh, heating up the room and... Um, making it hard to breathe even. Uh, But that's when you see a flash, right? Um, 
you see a flash in the air just about where you had landed, Casimir, when you jumped down here. Mm-hmm. And uh, out steps a an old man. Did either of you guys see that old man? They heard me talk about him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you just, you see an old man. He, um, I know, believe Finrith theorized who he was based on a religion check. Like a friend or right. something of yeah. Coralon. A friend of Coralon. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, based on descriptions that Graham gave you, you recognize this old man, but he's holding that, um, what looks like a lantern, but as you look closely, you can see there's a couple birds flying in it. A few birds, little tiny birds. And uh, it is giving off light, though. And uh, he's got a friendly face. His eyes are, um, they give away that he's much older than he looks. Uh, but he smiles at you and he says, well done. You uh, And he looks at you, Fenrith, and he says, my old friend, uh, chooses his children well, and uh, you may have just saved his life. Please step through. There's no time. And so he's motioning towards this portal that's left open here. Okay. Right. Yeah, I'll give him a, a small bow and then step through. So it looks to Respectful. you, from this side of the portal, it looks to you like a beautiful green field that you'll be stepping out onto in a gently hilly country. Um, that's what you can see from where you are. Unfortunately, perspective's a bitch and you're hundreds of feet in the air. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Okay. So you both step through? Yeah, I'll give him a yep. polite nod and thank him and step through. Okay. Unfortunately, because I'm a heretic. It'll be into the seven hells. All right. So you step through Fenrith. Do a, or both of you do a spot for me. All right. Tower it. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you step through the portal and much to your surprise, there's no green rolling fields, but you're actually in midair. Um, <laughs> high, high, high above the ground. Um, and you, you look out and see the things I've described to uh, the others, the canyons and the boulders and the stones. And so you step out into midair and you're falling uh, right away. Mm-hmm. So um, you're looking around wildly because suddenly there's no ground underneath you. And you spot there are some areas where lava is shooting straight up into the sky very high. And um, Fenrith, you spot um, another person to the east of you also falling. You can't tell who it is, but there is a blue dragon headed for him, uh, which is quite a surprise to you because you've never seen it before, but you know what a dragon looks like, and this one's blue. And then, um, Casimir, you spot a person only about 200 yards from you, although his back's turned. You can definitely tell it's Graham. <laughs> also falling... He's below you. Yeah. There's a blue dragon headed right for him as well. Yeah. Um, so that's the things you guys see as you uh, come out and start falling. As a matter of fact, Casimir, you also see that there's a dragon headed for you. <laughs> um, this one's also blue. It's really close to you, so you can tell that it's not very old. Okay. But it's still a dragon yeah. headed right for you. Um, 
So that's what you guys see. Now, um, <clears throat> what do you do, Fenrith? So I'm going to put my hands like down towards my side, palms uh, like out towards my feet and cast burning hands to try and create thrust <laughs> to get over to this other figure. Iron Man it. <laughs> yes. I was picturing Rocket Man starts playing. I see what he said. his palms. Yeah. <laughs> Iron Man repulsor tech. Yeah. yeah. But then Rocket Man starts playing. Uh, well, needless to say, it doesn't yeah, provide it doesn't thrust. Work. But <laughs> it, it, was, it was a good idea. Come on. <laughs> Could you base it on damage? How much D4s would you have to roll to create enough lift? I don't know. It seems like... I'm pretty sure that a rocket, like a spaceship taken off, yeah. is like a lot of D6s. Yeah, that's a few. Also, does it produce thrust? Yeah, because like that seems like the fire element doesn't do no. those things associated with it. You know, like a fireball doesn't have yeah. a force to its explosion. And also, yeah. if you were like casting burning hands at its max level... Like, you'd have to resist being just blown backwards. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, That's true. it wouldn't even, like, like the damage that you'd get from a rocket taking off. Yeah. yeah. That's, I mean, like, just uh, someone standing behind, like, a rocket launcher when that goes off is devastating. Yeah. So. Okay. Um, it, was, uh, it was just a, a neat visual. So. <laughs> Did you want to try anything, Casimir? Uh, I'll attempt to cast uh, Featherfall. Yeah, Fenrith, I'll award a hero point for your... <laughs> Thank you. Um, if uh, Finrith is close enough, it'll hit him too. Okay. All right. Here we go. Uh, do you want concentration? Yes, please. Oh, concentration. Did you want that in the tower? Sorry. I didn't ask. Oh, it's a one anyway. Or seven. Uh, seven. Uh, I think I might hero point that. Yeah. If you hero point it, put it in the tower. Okay. Hero point. See if I can do this from the bar. Looks like I can. Yeah, that's better. The oh. funny thing, though, is uh, slow falling over an, a volcano that's exploding might be worse than <laughs> just hitting the ground. <laughs> All that hot ash, various gases getting thrown up in the air, just slow fall through a, <laughs> through a, the oh, gas chamber. chunks of stone. <laughs> yeah, you fully cook before you hit the ground. Yeah, mm -hmm. so that's um, not enough to be able to cast that. All right, do I lose the spell? Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah, so, I mean, you're just... There's too much wind and you're tumbling a bit and it's too hard to focus. So you're not able to get that spell off. All right. So here is what happens. Um, you're continuing to fall. Let's see. We'll start with. Okay. So Graham. Um, so Casimir, you you were a little higher and um, behind Kazim or Graham. So you see him. Uh, clearly, while this dragon approaches, and um, you're just positive that's it, because this one actually is quite large, and it is headed right for Graham. So, um, I mean, from your point of view, you know, that's pretty much it for Graham, because mm -hmm. it's already started to, um, you can see its mouth open, and you can see lightning in, its, in the back of its throat starting to arc off its teeth. And uh, right before, well, as actually, as it um, breathes this line of lightning, something that you had not seen um, slams into it with just such incredible force that you, you think you feel the concussion of it wash over you, right? 
And um, the dragon and what you recognize to be Graham's rock now are spinning and heading straight for the ground. And this his rock is on this dragon's back with its talons dug in and digging its beak into the back of its neck as they fall to the ground. Um, and Fenrith, you had seen Ro- Rohan fall. Well, you didn't know it was Rohan, but you see someone falling with a dragon headed straight for them. And um, you see the exact same thing. Uh, this dark shape that you you didn't see before slams into it at an angle. Um, and you can you hear a loud crack uh, from the impact. And then they go spinning um, as they battle down towards the ground. And uh, let's see. Um, that's what you guys see. So Graham... You're falling, and here's this dragon, and it, and so that the other thing you saw, Casimir, was that line of lightning shoot off mm. w- wide, um, arcing through the sky there. But uh, Graham, you look down now, and you can see. I can't remember what you named your rock. Uh, gyre. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gyre. So is uh, it? They're of a size. Well, gyre's a little bigger. And uh, and he's got his talons just, was it a she? She. she oh, yeah. Yeah. She's got her talons dug into right at the base where the dragon's wings meet its back. And she's just hammering her beak into the back of his I neck. I picture in those videos of the woodpeckers attacking a nest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> um, so you're still falling, but... The, your your rock saved you from the dragon. Throw a fist in the air, and then um, Rohan, you um, you hadn't seen the dragon, or you saw it on your last turn, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you see, and you're even closer than that one was to Graham, and uh, this uh, impact washes over you and spins you around a bit, but you can see your what was your rock's name? Tempest. Yeah, Tempest spinning. And um, <clears throat> she's got like, she hit it from the side mostly. So one whole wing of this dragon is held immobile and uh, her talons are just digging into its underbelly there. And uh, Fenrith, you watch that happen, but you're still falling towards the ground. And so then, of course, it makes perfect sense that you would be um, uh, drawn suddenly into um a vision leaving you completely unaware of what's happening to your body as you plummet towards the ground. Um, as you watch once again, you're viewing that planet, your planet from a great distance with the Titanic, uh, Coralon holding it apart with the chain, keeping one version from the other. And the last time you'd had this vision, there was a shadowy figure sneaking up behind him. And that's still what you see here. And now he has let go of the chain. And the two blurry versions um, collide on each other. And you can see Coralon step back with a, a satisfied smile as things have been put back to rights, at least from the expression on his face. And it's that at that exact moment that that shadowy form behind him strikes and you can see a uh, a blade, a wicked 
curved dagger stabbed through him all the way from the back and out his chest. And you can see the shock in his eyes as they widen and he arches his back and comes to his full height. And uh, you feel that pain in your own heart as if you really have been stabbed. And that's just a matter of seconds that you are drawn into that vision and you see that. And then once again, you blink and now you're looking at the ground rushing up to meet you and you feel as though you have been stabbed through the heart. And so there's this empty place within you now where you always felt that connection to Coralon and um, you don't feel it anymore as you fall to the ground. Um, yeah, so that's what you see. And then Casimir, you're watching Graham. You continue to fall. And then quite suddenly... Um, you find yourself standing on um, on your rock's back. I can't remember what you named it. Riven. Riven, that's right. It was originally uh, Avalanche, but that was already taken. Didn't want Cho'Gath to oh, yeah. charge me through uh, <laughs> through the plains. Um, second here. I wonder if that means he'd be destined to refine the lance that uh, reached around the world or whatever it was. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so uh, yeah, you you find that um, Riven gently intercepted you, uh, matching speed. So you know it's suddenly you're standing on um, like the on that that section of of the whole apparatus that were you know there you are. All right. And uh, um, what was this? There was something. Yeah, that's it. So your rock um, matched you perfect, so perfectly for speed that that suddenly you look down, you're standing on, and then it um, it slowly levels out so that you're not heading down anymore. And uh, it's like you you can tell because you know you know it so well based on the wings. It's about to bank, and it's it's giving you an opportunity to get yourself secured. Yeah, I'll scramble to the harness and strap myself in okay um so that's that that's uh that's the situation you guys find yourselves in um riven banks and um does the same for graham picks him up and then um fenrith's rock uh picks him and rohan up as as rohan and um and graham's rocks battle those dragons down below um and that's where we'll end this session and section. Nice. Well, almost. Uh-oh. As you come to rest on the rocks um, and find ways to get yourselves um, secured on them so you don't fall, they want to, of course, wheel about to assist their their companions in the battle against the dragons, and that's when you can all see off to the west that massive mesa, that massive stone um, monolith that uh, dominates the entire continent, um, dark, well, from this distance, dark forms start to pour out of it straight up into the air, um, and they are given light 
by the pillars of lava shooting up into the sky, which that's still continuing even now. And as they fly up into the air, the mistake, the shape of dragons is unmistakable. But as they swirl and spin and begin to spread out in all directions, um, you see red scales reflecting from the, the sun and the lava. But you also see other colors as well, hmm. white and green, hmm. maybe even some black. So it's, um, it's a lot of them. I mean, you, you can't count them because at that distance, um, they're swirling around and moving. So you don't know if you've counted one already, but dozens and dozens, maybe well over a hundred forms streak up into the sky and then spread out in all directions, making for the horizon. Um, as you, as, as Fenrith and Casimir's rocks wheel about to go help their companions in their battle against the dragon. And then Graham, as you get yourself secured behind Casimir, suddenly you, almost like you were struck in the head, your vision flashes once again, and now you're looking through the eyes of a stranger one more time. Um, this time, he's being spoken to by someone in a hood, and you can't see their face no matter how hard you try to uh, look. The, it's, the shadows are too thick. And this person is telling you something and you don't understand the words, but you do understand that this person whose eyes you're viewing through wants nothing more than to throttle the life out of this person, but he knows that he can't. And the only more, the only feeling he has that's more powerful than the hatred for this person is fear of this person. And this person's giving you instructions that you instinctively know you're going to obey. And so when the person's done speaking, you turn and walk down a beach uh, to where there's a simple, elegant boat uh, pulled up on the shore. It's like a canoe, really. Not a canoe, uh, like a, just a skiff. It's a simple boat. And that's what you're headed towards. And then the sun's behind you. And you spot on the ground as you walk towards that boat, shadows by the sun. And you see that you have enormous bat wings. And that's the only feature you can make out about whoever this is whose eyes you're viewing through. But this person moves down the beach toward that boat and orients their sights to the west. And you wouldn't be able to say why you are sure that that person's destination is the village of Cradle. And that's where we are finished for this session and section. Nice. Excellent, Brandon. That was a ton of fun, man. Yeah, man. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you, Brandon. Looking forward to doing some dragon hunting. <laughs> Wait. Huh? One last thing. Uh, oh, we're, get, we're entering Return of the... This has been a Death Watch production. Thank you for listening. Mm -hmm.